Welcome to the Fit-ish Mama podcast. I'm your host, Brittany. I'm a mom of four, and I'm on a mission to help moms find ways to twist health and fitness into the chaos of motherhood. After losing 180 pounds of baby weight and overcoming postpartum depression, I fell in love with helping women overcome societal norms while creating a path for themselves. I am here to tell you everything you need to know about building the body and life of your dreams, all with kids in tow. Grab your coffee, because I know you need it, and let's dive in. Hello, I am so excited to bring you guys another episode of the Fitish Mama podcast. Um, back to school season is almost here. My kid, well, or is here for some of you. Uh, my kids aren't back yet, but you know, I'm noticing a big trend with a lot of my clients. And so I thought a podcast episode on it would be perfect timing. Um, but with the summer coming to an end, right, a lot of people are probably feeling a big sense of burnout, whether it's just with your day-to-day routines, your fitness, your health, whatever it is, right, work. Um, we're just feeling this burnout and it's like, oh, it can be so like, it makes us stop, right? Like it takes all of our productivity and it basically just puts this huge halt right on exactly what we're doing. And that makes it hard to like push past and reignite. And we're waiting for motivation to just kick in and bring it all back. And the reality is if we wait for that motivation, it's never going to come. So I want to talk to you guys about burnout and how to kind of deal with it as a mom, as someone who works, right? Like there's multiple avenues we can experience burnout and being able to kind of figure out how to manage those is going to be really, really helpful. So when it comes to being quote unquote burnt out, like what exactly does that mean? Um, It just basically means that like we put so much effort into something and we're just at the point where we are physically and mentally exhausted, right? Like the thought of doing it is no longer fun. There's not a lot of joy there. And we would rather do a million other things except for that, right? It's just like, bleh. Um, So when it comes to like signs and symptoms, right? Like almost as if it's like this illness (laughs) that we kind of experience, um, you know, some signs and symptoms of burnout, like, and I'll just kind of share mine is one, I get very tired, right? Like I'm just mentally, like I'm in a constant, like fog, like I can't really think straight. I'm always second guessing things. Um, I get very short with my kids. I don't have a lot of patience anymore. And that will to like want to keep doing something is almost non-existent. So things that typically get me super excited, I'm just like, bleh. Like, I don't want to do that anymore. I don't want to go to the gym. I don't want to hang out with my friends, right? Like, I don't want to go to work, whatever it is. Like, it's just not exciting and fun. We don't look forward to it. So we're kind of, you know, again, we can see it in in multiple areas. So I see it with my clients right now from a health and fitness perspective, right? Summer is hard because there's a lot of parties and um, vacations, and there's just always something coming up again and again and again. And you're always trying to navigate all of these obstacles. And at the end you come out and you're like, Oh my God, like, how did I make it out of that alive? Right. And you might be saying the same thing if you're a mom, right. you get to the end of the day, the end of the week. And you're like, Oh man, like the house is destroyed. I haven't had a break. The kids were so naughty today, right. They were just on top of me 24 seven. Like when my daughter is here, they only go to daycare twice a week. And when she is here, she is on me like glue. She is not out of my sight. She's obsessed with me. 
right? But over time, that can be very exhausting. It's just, again, burnt out. Like, I need a break. I need five minutes. Um, And so when you're constantly being bombarded with all of these things and you don't know how to step back and take a break, you might not realize the impact that it's having on your day-to-day life. But then, of course, from a longevity point of view, like, is it deterring you from getting to your end goal, whatever that is? Okay, so when it comes to the impact of burnout, right, again, from a mom perspective, a health and fitness, a work perspective, when it comes from a mom perspective, you know, mentally, you're probably not going to feel as well. This is where if you have depression, anxiety, like those things are going to start to creep up. You might find yourself kind of in that downward slope where like you, again, you don't see the light. You're just like, uh, why do I have to mom today? What am I doing? Am I a good mom? Right? Like all of those doubts just kind of come back in. And if you can't get a handle on that, you're going to feel very overwhelmed. You're again, we're going to be yelling at our kids. We're going to feel like they're a nuisance more than we're enjoying them. Right? And I know that's like kind of a maybe bold statement to say my kids are annoying, but like we will find that they're very annoying, even if they aren't doing anything wrong. It's just because mentally we can't handle another thing. We can't listen to one more scream or see one more tear come out of their face because we didn't cut the crust off of their peeping and jays, right? That is burnout. So that over time is going to affect how you mentally and physically feel, which is going to then impact the way you're reacting to your children. And now they're going to look at you different, right? It's going to impact that safe space that you've worked so hard to create with them. So over time, right, that burnout, it's not only going to affect you, it's going to start to trickle into your kids and your family. Um, And if it didn't start at work, it will probably trickle into there too, right? You can only work so well when you're not feeling up to it, right? If you're only showing up 70% to work or to your workouts, like you're only going to give probably 60% because you need to take 10% home with you. Um, So burnout is hard. It's real. You know, when I experience burnout, I'm not very productive. So it's taken me a long time, a lot of really like good self-reflection to be like, okay, like when am I hitting those lows? When am I getting burnt out and how do I fix it? Um, The biggest triggers for me, right, are going to be when my workload is too heavy and I'm not doing really well with my time management. As somebody who struggles with ADD, time management is something that is very, very difficult for me. I have to be very intentional. It takes me a lot of time to, to be good at time management, right? I have a lot of systems in place and I need to follow them to a T. But when I'm starting to get burnt out, I fall away from those systems, right? I, I feel less aware. I'm not really sure where my direction is, right? So when I'm starting to feel overwhelmed, I start to feel burnt out. When I'm losing my systems, I start to feel burnt out. Um, If the kids are in a place where like they're constantly crying, screaming, right? Like those are big, big triggers for me. Um, I can only deal with it for so long before it starts to mentally affect me and I can't deal with them in a patient and compassionate way, right? The way I want to show up for them. Um, and I don't like that, right? Like I don't like yelling at my kids. I don't like feeling short with them, you know, because after we do that, we then have that guilt associated with after, right? It feels yucky. It feels bleh. And like now we feel like a bad mom. Um, and then again, same thing. We're not showing up for ourselves, right? Maybe you have a coach or you don't have a coach or an accountability buddy and they're like doing all the things and you're like, oh, I didn't do it again. Or like, again, here comes the guilt because I didn't follow through on what I said I was going to do, which is going to affect my mood, which 
pushes into that burnout, which then feeds into the rage I'm feeling with my children. Like, can you see how they're all connected? Um, our triggers, our awareness, right? Like all of those things, they're all, it's all one big giant circle. So you need to be able to figure out what your triggers are so that when they're starting to happen and you're starting to feel those emotions boiling up, you get to a point where you can now um, bring in those prevention strategies, right? So I know when I'm feeling burnt out because I'm way too tired all the time. Um, again, I'm short. I'm unproductive, right? Like those are my big three things. I'm watching a lot of TV, not really listening to my books. I'm, you know, not using my journals properly. Those are usually the big five things. Skipping workouts, right? That's another one. Um, if I'm starting to see those things and emotionally I'm starting to feel down, I'm feeling my anxiety re um, like start to pop back up and stuff. I, I'm reaching that point of burnout. Okay, so those are my triggers. I have learned them because over time I have journaled, I have reflected, I have looked back and say, okay, why did this happen, right? What was the point where I started to go downhill and I didn't recognize that? Again, self-reflection is huge when it comes to any sorts of mental growth, okay? So I figured out my triggers, so how do I prevent them, okay? When I'm feeling burnout, again, it'll depend on like what avenue we're going down. So if I'm feeling burnout in like a health and fitness perspective, right? I'm burnt out from tracking or from working out. If I'm feeling burnt out from tracking, I just take a few days off. Plain and simple, don't track for two or three days, and then I'm good, it's one less stress, and I get back to it, right? Easy, done. When it comes to exercise, though, that one's a little bit harder, because I come from a background of workout addiction, where I would, if I didn't work out, I felt super guilty, I had to work out every single day, like, it was just... I had to do it. Like it was mentally, I was compul like almost compulsion. If I didn't do it, the world was going to blow up and everything was going to end. Right. When I say it now, I'm like, oh my God, that's so ridiculous. But for me, that was very real. So when it comes to my workout burnout, if you will, right, like I have to be very strategic about how I do that because I need to, um, keep it within my mental parameters of what is acceptable for me to not get back into that place of, of too much, but also still push me towards that physical goal that I have for myself. Um, so that could be me working out in a different place, right? Like instead of working out at home, I go work out at the gym. Maybe I um, try a new type of exercise. So instead of spinning, I started running, right? Like I'm finding new ways to make it fun and exciting, but they still align with my goals and my values when it comes to that specific area of my life. Um, if, if you have a coach, right, like when it comes to fitness and health, burnout, use your coach, okay? Ask questions, explain to them how you're feeling because they're gonna be able to see things from a third-party perspective and give you that feedback in a way that you probably couldn't see yourself. I'm very, very good at watching my clients' behaviors and giving them an overhaul on what they're doing and where they're falling short, where those triggers are coming from so that they can then identify them, uh, identify themselves in the future. And then from like a mom perspective, burnout, right? That one is very, very, very important for me because I do have postpartum depression. So if I get burnt out, then usually it takes me a very long time to pull back out of it. So I try really hard to be very preventative 
from that point of view. Um, so if I'm starting to feel the burnout, right, the biggest thing I'm going to do is make sure I vocalize it to my husband. Um, he is my support person, right? So if you don't have a support person, you need to find somebody, a friend, a parent, um, a spouse, a partner, somebody, right? Because you need to be able to go to somebody and say, hey, listen, like I'm I'm struggling. Like I really do need a break. Um, as a mom, it feels really weird to ask for help. It feels really weird to kind of put yourself out there emotionally and admit like, I can't do all of the things, but I want you to know that it's okay, right? Like we are just human beings like everybody else and we are allowed to have breaks. We are allowed to be burnt out and have those feelings, but what we are not allowed to do is not do anything about it, right? You have to be proactive and be vocal. So that is always the number one thing. I go to him and I say, hey, like I'm feeling overwhelmed. Like I'm feeling very stressed. Like I need a break. I need time for myself to just recoup and like get my life together. Okay. So then I pull that, that time aside and I go and do something that feels good for me. Um, Another thing I will do is make sure that I'm asking for help inside the home, okay? Yes, I am the one that is home all day, but if I need help with house stuff, I can ask. I can tell him, hey, I need you to do this or I need you to do that because I just need one less thing off my plate to help me feel like I'm doing a good job. And again, that's okay, right? It is okay to ask for help from a physical point of view, but also from a mental and an emotional point of view. Um, I also try to get back to my systems, right? So I am a super big advocate for bullet journaling. It is literally my lifesaver. It keeps me on track from a task perspective, but also from an emotional perspective. So when I'm feeling that sense of burnout, I try to lean into my journaling a lot more, okay? Writing what I'm feeling, getting out, um, you know, the things that have happened, what triggered those things, what are the emotions, what were the actions after, is there anything I would do different? Because that's going to allow me to reflect on how I'm feeling, get it out in a very safe and private way, but then be able to also work through it so that when I'm done, I can be like, okay, I can breathe, right? Like, it's okay to have those feelings. It's okay to unload them. I'm doing it in a place where it's just for me. So I can say whatever I want. I can feel whatever I want and it's okay. Um, you want to find ways to release that emotion, the emotions in a good and productive way. For me, it's journaling. I know a lot of people were gonna, will say exercise. And when I ask that exercise, no, you need to find something else, right? Because there's not always going to be a time where you have the ability to exercise. You have to have more than one way to release that emotion in a good, positive outlet, okay? Um, so other things that can help you with um, preventing that burnout, right, is going to be time management, which I've touched on, um, but making sure that you have boundaries, okay? You need to have boundaries from a moral point of view, a value point of view, right? Like you should be focusing on time management to make sure that you're not overscheduling things. Um, you know, a lot of time burnout comes from doing too many things at once. So if you're not going through your logs and or your calendar and saying, do I actually have time for this, right? I think I talked about time auditing uh, in one of my podcast episodes, right? Like you want to know how much time you have so you know how much time you can give. Because if you're just giving without knowing, you're going to end up giving too much and then you're going to feel the after effect of that and that's what doesn't feel good, all right? So really work on time management, setting those boundaries, um, and learning to say no, because like, that's okay. It is okay to tell somebody, no, I don't have time for that. Um, so we're going to prioritize our self-care, our boundaries, and those types of things to make sure what? All right, cool. to make sure that we are preventing that burnout from really setting in and taking it a little bit too far. Um, okay. So burnout is, is real. 
It's super real. It's going to come up in multiple stages of your life at multiple times of your life. And it's okay, right? Like it's a very normal thing to experience, but you want to learn how to overcome it. So it doesn't take you under and it doesn't take you out for too long. So if you're feeling that sense of burnout right now, okay, take a step back and think like, where am I putting my time, my effort, my priorities? Do these align with my goals, with my values? Is this going to get me to where I want to go, right? And if the answer is yes, these are all important to me. Okay, well, how can I structure them a little bit better? Are there boundaries I can set? Are there things I can ask for help, right? So that I'm not overdoing, overgiving all the time, and then I can't give any more, okay? We as moms do that. We give, 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 give until there's nothing left. And then what do we have? An empty cup, right? Okay, and that doesn't feel good. It feels like trash feels like doo-doo poop <laughs> you know I want you as a mom to feel good because when you feel good that's going to pour into your kids and your family and your community and your work and all of those things um, people pick up on energy even if we don't realize that they do so you know if you're feeling that sense of burnout make sure you're coming back to this episode you're listening to those very tangible and easy steps so that you can overcome that and learn learn your triggers those are really really the big ones so um, I hope you guys found this episode helpful. If you want to take another listen next week, make sure that you subscribe, share it with your friends, and I will talk to you guys next time. Thank you so much for listening to the Finish Mama podcast. If you love this episode, it would mean the world to me if you shared it with your friends. Share it on Instagram and tag me so that we can become virtual besties. I can't wait to talk to you next time. Thank you.